everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. And welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. As always, I am so excited to have you guys here. Um, Hopefully you can just take some time to reflect and listen. Today is definitely a little bit of a different topic. It's on relationships, which I feel like I've talked about a lot in terms of like marriage, like having Casey on. Um, You know, we did one at the very, very beginning. If you have not listened to it, um, I think it's called the struggles and patience of a relationship. Um, I feel like I'm pretty open, especially with you guys. I just feel comfortable in this community. But I do get asked so often about past relationships or I love that you guys feel comfortable reaching out to me and just, I don't know, it's it's so crazy to me that I haven't met probably 99% of you and somehow you guys still find that like friendship relationship with me, if that makes sense. And I, it might sound weird, but I do love it. And you guys reach out and you confide in me and you ask me questions and you ask me about my relationship history. And um, so anyways, I just kind of wanted to talk about some of it because I do feel like Casey and I have definitely had a lot of changes in our relationship over the past year. It is so crazy to think little man is coming up on a year. Uh, But you know, just through miscarriage, pregnancy, becoming new parents, um, we have changed a lot. But you know, not too often do we take the time to like reflect back on previous relationships. We've done it on a few episodes, and I feel like we're both pretty good about opening up. But you know, as we all know, social media can show the glorified side, right? It can show the amazing side. But a lot of people are probably, I mean, I think this really came to my mind when you know I turned my book into my publishers a couple weeks ago, and my book talks a lot about um, like the expectations and the assumptions of other people, like other people having for us. And a lot of you know I've struggled with perfectionism over just over life and whatnot. And there was a portion of my book when I was just kind of talking about that life plan we have, right? Like that lifespan of this story we see unfolding. Maybe some of you guys are, you know, you fall victim to Disney or to Nicholas Sparks and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have that story. And I know I've said this before, um, but sometimes it does take us rewriting our story or allowing us to edit it to allow life to kind of keep moving forward. But there was definitely a period of time where I tried to do anything possible to make my life fit the story I had written for myself. So that might not make sense to some of you, but um, I mean, honestly, I no shame with any of my past relationships. Like I have great relationships with, um, I really have actually had one other relationship outside of Casey, but we were young and uh, you know we went through a lot and I have dated other people, but I have gone through everything from you know being cheated on and being lied to, um, not having trust, uh, losing, any kind of, I don't know if I want to say confidence, but losing any type of belief in myself. Um, And 
I think that those are the things that are not talked about often from a reflection point of, I don't want to say positivity, but I made it through it, right? So you guys know I typically like to talk about things in the moment, but I know so many people I think are struggling with these things or maybe you've experienced it and you're not recognizing certain things in your current relationship. So Casey and I were talking last night and just with little man turning one and we're like, gosh, you know, we really need to utilize the rest of summer and we really need to work on, um, I don't know, just always rekindling our relationship. And I, I don't know. I just feel like I have not talked to you guys about this side of things without Casey being on. Um, so anyways, like I said, I have kind of gone through it all when I did, um, when I did get cheated on, um, it was definitely like a long, long story. Um, but I did question myself, right? I kind of assumed that I did something wrong, that maybe I wasn't a good girlfriend or that, um, I pushed him away or whatever it may be. Something I did do though, and I'm obviously able to reflect back on is even before the cheating happened or whatever, I did not have trust in our relationship. Like I, I had my own insecurities and I just constantly would question my, my boyfriend at the time, you know, assuming, almost assuming that he was going to cheat on me. Like I just assumed that he was going to go off to college and fall in love with somebody else. And I brought this up constantly. If any of you guys have dealt with insecurity, I'm sure you've had these conversations with your significant others or your boyfriends or your girlfriends at some point in time, whether you were 16, whether you were 36. Sometimes when we have these insecurities, they just like, we spit fire, right? We just start to say them out loud. And afterwards we're like, oh my gosh, I sounded a little bit unstable, right? So again, you can reflect back in hindsight and be like, yeah, I was definitely a little bit unstable. So anyways, for probably, I mean, I would say throughout the years of our relationship, I kind of always brought that up. It was in random settings. I would all of a sudden get quiet and just kind of turn inward. And I would assume that he found somebody else attractive or assume he found somebody else cooler than me. And we're at like the same party or the same get together. And it kind of got to the point where I was just almost blaming him for something he had not done. And so when it did happen, it was kind of like I was already treating him as if it had happened. Right. So that might be a little bit confusing, but you know why, if I'm already blaming him for something that he hasn't even done, what's going to hold him back from doing it? Not that it makes it right. You guys, oh my gosh, I was literally, clearly I'm not with the person. So anyways, I just was reflecting on some of this and I've had a lot of these conversations with some of you independently. Um, and so I was like, gosh, I don't know how to like press record on this episode, but relationships are so hard. And, um, I honestly was pretty broken. I, I blamed myself. Like I said, um, I actually kind of went into like afterwards, like went into more of like a really deep disordered eating. Uh, I think a lot of us are, um, that's how we respond is through like exercise or food. And, you know, I think wasn't there even a show that was like the revenge body or something, you know what I mean? Something like that. So anyways, it just really messed me up. And that was actually part of a huge reason why I left the country. Like I just felt like I kept trying to make this story that I had mapped out in my head. I was trying so hard, you guys, to make my life fit that story. So I'm from a small town, um, you know, dating the high school sweetheart, your, your middle school love, whatever it may be. And I was trying so, so hard to make that story unfold. I was trying so hard to make that storyline fit. And I think a lot of us also, maybe you're not from a small town, but maybe your parents met in college, right? So now you're trying to make 
maybe that's the story you've always heard or, you know, your best friends met in high school or just, you know, there's this story that a lot of us have from one way or another, whether it is from our parents, whether it's from our best friends. Um, And if that doesn't unfold or maybe we're in a relationship that we know probably isn't the one, but we're doing anything we can to kind of make it fit. Um, I know I have gosh, some friends in my life, some of you have reached out and you've said, you know, I'm in college. Like, I feel like this is when I'm supposed to be meeting that person. And the guy I'm dating, like he's great, but I just don't know. And one thing for me, when I met Casey, I was not ready to date. I'm not going to lie. Like it was just, I was not ready. I was very thankful that Casey and I met and we went straight into a friendship. We were both in relationships that unfortunately ended pretty quickly. Uh, but neither of us wanted anything emotionally with each other if that makes sense like we were pretty I think we we both can admit like we thought we were going to end up with our previous relationships but I also had time to reflect and look at the things that were a little bit broken in my past relationship one being I was constantly accusing him of things he hadn't done because of our past together if that makes sense um and I knew that the next person I dated my biggest thing was I need to have trust because in the end, not only was I beating myself up and thinking something was wrong with me, but it's not fair to my significant other, right? If I don't have trust in that person, that especially in a new relationship, right? So when I started dating Casey or even like had the inkling of like an emotional attachment to him, I knew that it had to start with trust because he did not deserve to be treated as though I didn't have trust. And I feel like in my head and when I wrote this in my book, it's so much easier to understand, but my my brain is all like jumbled up from it. Um, and I think this is fresh because I literally just got off auto messaging with some with one of you guys who just went through a horrible breakup and it blindsided you. And when that happens, we don't know what to do, right? Like your that story you had, it it just it stops, right? Like you, you don't know what to do with it. And you guys, this could be a divorce. This could be your 18 year old relationship. This could be going off to college and you're going to different directions. This could be somebody you've been dating for a while, all of a sudden got a new job and they have to transfer and they're moving. There's so many things that can end a relationship. It does not have to be infidelity. It does not have to be anything negative, but a lot of us have created that storyline. And, you know, Casey and I were talking about that and I told him last night, I was like, you know, I was really nervous to to date somebody else. Um, I thought I didn't want to bring my insecurities into our relationship. A lot of you do know that we dated for, gosh, five or six years before we got married. But before we got married, I went to therapy for eight months because I still was dealing with a lot of insecurities and I did not want to bring them into our marriage. Kind of like what I said last week with suppressing emotions, I had suppressed a lot in our dating life. Um, not that I hid things from him. I just was so fearful that I was going to bring in... Um, Some of my concerns from my previous relationship, I think a lot of us are guilty of seeing our new significant other maybe as your your ex, like you some of those things that maybe happened, right? Some of those things that caused heartache for us, caused some damage. Uh, We sometimes carry those into our relationships. And thankfully, Casey and I had super open conversations, but I did have to hold myself back occasionally from reacting. Um, He did not deserve to be treated without trust if that makes sense like he had never done anything to lose my trust or even give me a concern that I should not have trust in him so it was not fair to him if 
that side of me came out, if that makes sense. So anyways, before marriage, I had recognized that I had suppressed a lot of these things, just a lot of my own insecurities, a lot of my, um, I, I shared a lot of my vulnerabilities with him because good thing we were friends for almost a year before we dated. But I, I just knew that in, uh, a hormonal moment or a super emotional moment or in a moment of, I don't know, maybe a insecurity or whatever. You know, you have those days. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I have those days where all of a sudden my insecurities come out and I have to just take a step back. Like I have to make sure I kind of watch my P's and Q's in terms of what I say, uh, especially to Casey, because it's my own struggles and my own issues. I'm open with him about them, but I also don't want to remind him daily of these things that I struggle with. So before marriage, I was like, hey, I need to work on this. I need to work on me because even though we, you know, had such a strong relationship before we got married, I was still dealing with a lot. And so I started going to therapy and working through a lot of these things and recognizing that I was placing a lot of, you know, past struggles and past storylines and, um, you know, kind of like how you think the script is going to go because of something you've already been through. Um, and if any of you guys are my age or in your thirties or forties, I'm sure some of you are like, yeah, I've had plenty of relationships and sometimes they mesh together. Like we'll react because, okay, you guys, you have to admit you've had that moment where you are with your current significant other or past significant other or whatever it is. And they do something, but you react in the way as if they were like a past boyfriend or girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like you, I swear there's been times I remember one time Casey did it to me. He reacted to me as if I was his ex. And I literally looked at him and I was like, wait, I'm not her. And I, I did it to him one time and he looked at me and he's like, um, I'm sorry, but I haven't done anything to deserve this. And I was like, oh my gosh, thankfully we have open communication, but he was so right. I had just reacted as if it was something from a previous relationship. Um, I know this is such a different topic than normal, but it is hard. Like sometimes when Casey and I do our relationship podcasts, um, neither of us want to sit there and just chat about our exes. Right. And we also don't want to sit and talk about the heartaches we've been through because that's hard. And you want to, I want to say you want to move past it, but I also think processing through those emotions, it took me so long, you guys to after like, and I'm sure some of you guys, if you have been cheated on or infidelity or whatever it may be, um, you do, you question yourself and you, maybe you lose self-confidence. Maybe on the flip side, you're like, screw that person. They didn't deserve me and good for you. Like that is amazing. But it took me a long time to recognize that it wasn't me. Um, and I've had amazing conversations with my, uh, previous relationship with my ex. And so I'm able to kind of work through those things in terms of knowing that, it wasn't me. Like oftentimes that other person is going through something that we might not be aware of. Um, they're struggling on their own. And I know if you guys have listened to previous episodes, Casey did mention how, you know, even when you're like wanting that boyfriend or girlfriend to take that next step, you know, Casey was talking about how throughout his whole dating life, and he's five years older than me and definitely has dated a lot more people than I have. And he was like, you know, I think sometimes women forget that men have insecurities and that men struggle, but I think we're a little bit past like the, you know, older style of dating where like the women now can make the move, right? There's apps even where like the girl can make the first move. But Casey always said, he told me that he had insecurities and he didn't want to make the move sometimes with whoever he was dating because he didn't want to be shut down, right? And so even in a relationship, I think us women, we just like stamp like, oh, we're the one with the insecurities. We're the one with the low low self-confidence. But Casey's opened up to me and he's like, I have those moments too. Guys just 
I think, go about them differently and definitely show them differently. Um, but I feel like I'm all over the place. But I just want you guys to know that if you are struggling or maybe you are going through a breakup or maybe you have in the past and it's still impacting you, mine impacted me for years. I mean, it was legitimate work to try and figure out how to kind of stand on my own two feet and be my own person with Casey and not have my previous relationships impact it other than like having it be a good impact maybe right like I needed to I needed to learn how to trust somebody and I needed to um learn how to just be me not be a mold of who I needed to be for that person maybe if that makes sense sometimes I think we change who we are to fit that mold or to fit that storyline But if any of you guys are that small town person or you have that script of your grandparents' love or your parents' love, even for me, Casey and I met in Club Med. My parents also met in Club Med. My parents had this like super cute, uh, dated for 10 months. My dad was living in, I don't know, they were in two different countries at the time. My dad like sent pieces of a board game to my mom and it took three weeks. But over those course of the three weeks, it ended up uh, having like he was asking her to marry him and they didn't have any money at the time my dad had to sell one of his water skis in order to buy her this tiny little band in Germany and so like I hear the perfect pieces right we hear the perfect pieces of people's relationships my parents have a beautiful little love story you know with when you just hear those pieces um but I do know the struggles and the like ridiculous moments that they also had during those 10 months um but when you're in the moment you just think of the love story and when I went to club med it was kind of always in the back of my mind you're like oh maybe I'll meet somebody like maybe I'll have that type of love story I won't have the high school sweetheart small town love story it's going to be this right this is the only other story I know it has to be this and when mine and Casey's story didn't start fitting the I mean as you guys know it literally I think he, it was five and a half, six years after we dated before he proposed. So there was no 10-month proposal in, in there. But it was perfect. Now that it is our love story, it is perfect. But I think a lot of us have these scripts and these uh, maybe expectations, right? Or maybe it's the expectations and the assumptions that other people have for us that we place on our own story. And when we're like, gosh, I just need this train to derail. Like, I need to go off this course, maybe go a little bit crazy for a while in terms of just letting yourself be you, find out who you are, Uh, but we feel stuck. And um, I think we also overlook like, okay, if you guys are friends, if you like watch Friends or whatever, there's an episode where Phoebe's dating somebody and they're having so much fun and they're super intimate all over the place and Monica's like, you know, Chandler, we have to step up. Like we need to, you know, do more than they're doing. I don't know if you guys can hear Malibu. I'm sorry. And at the end of the episode, Chandler's like, I'm tired. He's like, I love that we can just come home and sit on the couch and be with each other and not have to have that beginning relationship stage. Right. And I think sometimes with Casey and I, and that's maybe where all of this stemmed from, we were talking about last night, just how it's really easy easy for us to become teammates, right? We're just in that first year of being parents and we can just be teammates. And I know for me, I kind of get frustrated. I'm like, wait, when does the fun like surprise date night come? Which as a lot of you guys know, he did surprise me about a month and a half ago, which was awesome. But I overlooked those moments of just sitting on the couch and enjoying it. You know, like, oh, this is comfort. I I wanted this for so long, like those days where I just would look at him and was so crushing on him, but we couldn't, like we didn't have a relationship and I didn't know if he liked me. And now we're married and with a kid and I'm with him on the couch. I forget to hold on to those moments. I forget to just find the joy in those moments and embrace it. 
because maybe those little nervous butterflies aren't there anymore. That doesn't mean the relationship is is done, right? That doesn't mean the relationship is dead. That doesn't mean the excitement is gone. It's just recognizing the excitement and the love in those moments. But then on the flip side, I do know that I was guilty of trying to make something fit when it wasn't supposed to. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I needed to record this because I would love to do another relationship episode, um, maybe with Casey, but I just felt like I wanted to open up to you guys about a little bit more of my past because obviously I'm not going to like pop on social media and talk about being cheated on or heartbroken or whatever it may be. And like I said, I've only had two relationships and my other one was 10 years, you guys. It was literally from middle school until after college. And so, um, there's a lot that I've been through and there's a lot that like, I will just keep between, you know, my past relationship and myself, but I just want you guys to know, you know, I always thought something was wrong with me because I had been cheated on. And I thought that meant that I held less value, um, or that I was broken or whatever it may be because I was pretty broken for a while, but just know that you're not alone. If you are in those struggles, you're not alone. If you're wanting that perfect love story, um, just know that your love story is perfect because it's unique and it's its own. Um, and if you're still looking for that one, that friendship love story that you have, oh my gosh, I've been with my best friend the last two weeks and it's, we have our own love story and I don't know where I'd be without her. Um, and so I just think it's so important to recognize those relationships in our life, but then also don't overlook if you have those little feelings inside that you're like, gosh, am I trying to fit a mold or, um, I think also sometimes when we have something great, we maybe push it away because we don't think we deserve it or it doesn't fit the script that we thought we were supposed to have, right? So you might be in a relationship and you're like, oh, this is not what I thought I was going to be in. So this can't be it. No, like let it, feel it out. Let it be different. Um, let it be something you didn't expect. So anyways, just know that relationships are hard, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a coworker, whether it is your husband or your wife, whomever, gosh, your mom, your sister, your brother, relationships are so hard. Um, but every relationship is meant to be different and we shouldn't try and fit that Disney movie or that Nicholas Sparks book because we can create our own book with our own story. So anyways, Maybe this will spark some questions for you guys for future podcasts, maybe with Casey or myself. Um, I think I want to do a Q&A sometime soon and just let it be like a literally ask me anything because um, as you guys know, I'm pretty open on here. So anyways, love you all. Make it a great day, a great night, whatever it may be, and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Ann Dell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.